Beginning of the End Part 2 It's hard to believe underneath such an innocent face you would find a cruel scheming girl. Those words echoed in her ears when she penetrated into the premises of Lassell High. They are talking about me. She slouched her shoulders and directed her steps towards the main glassy entrance. An odor of sour apple mixed with mud entered her nose. When October arrived, the place turned sinister. The trees used to illuminate the building during summer. Now they contribute to make the atmosphere more gloomy. The institution was one of the most important priorities of the island. Renovated after every three years. As if they want to erase all the damages caused by the previous students. Located near the coastal region of the north. Her school is found in the center of a hill, it stood tall and proud like a fortress. And I am just a bird entering its cage. Enveloped in dark red paint. Only the words Lossal High were scripted in golden letters. The morning was buzzing with activities. Everywhere she goes people would turn to stare at her with hateful glares. Watchdogs. Only their red eyes are missing. He took this step because of her evil plot. They should not allow her to study in the same space as us. Nora tried to hold back a cry and she found herself gasping for air. People like her should die and rot in hell. Calm down. Calm down. Don't pay attention to their words and continue your path. Nora used all her strength to appear unfazed. I want to move away from this island. Yet, another part of me longed to remain in Lossal. It's my birthplace, and it's where resides the love of my life. Is she thinking about Ethan? Right now? The students' voices became louder and more threatening. The situation is getting out of control. I have to reach my class. Her body halted when she collided with someone. The senses inside her froze. His touch. His scent. Nora would recognize him anytime, anywhere and under any circumstances. Kyle Forrester. My former childhood friend. Her hand was resting on the upper side of his muscular chest. His heartbeats. His lips were just above her right eyelid, and they gave her a tingling sensation. She shook it off and raised her head up. A pair of hazel eyes met her gaze. He clenched his jaw and ran his hand on his dark luscious hair. Bearing a light brown skin, he also owned a strong athletic body. His good looks were revered by all the students of Lassell High. Even if a demonic anger fueled his eyes, she had no doubts. He is still the most handsome guy whom I have ever seen. A powerful history linked us together. We used to share an adoring bond. But, after that incident, their relationship became poisonous. Kyle changed his behavior and would often treat her with scorn. And right now, he is glaring at me. Her heart skipped a beat. Her hands began to feel clamp. Butterflies swarm inside her stomach. My knees are bouncing against my jeans. He took some steps backwards and growled with a rough voice. Watch where you are going. Trina. Sorry. She tried to walk past him, but he moved in front of her. What's his game now? He curled his lips. You shouldn't be here. Clutching her books tightly to her chest, she replied. It's my school. I mean you shouldn't be here today. He insisted with a cold whisper. People stared at them with small delighted smiles plastered on their faces. Is there something special going on? Something? Special? Are you kidding? Kyle heaved an exasperated sigh. It's his death anniversary today. Nora opened her eyes wide. I forgot. She lied with a soft tone. 
You are the origin of this misfortune, and you forgot about it? How convenient. I didn't. She stopped talking. Oh no. Our history teacher is coming in this direction. Mr. Forrester? Miss Trina? Is there something wrong? No, Mrs. Hale. They both replied with innocent expressions plastered on their face. Then why are you attracting a mob? They looked around the hallway, the students were enjoying their confrontation. Nora said she is sick, and she has to leave. Kyle responded with a concerned voice. He placed his fingers on her shoulder and gently pressed her tender skin. Right? His hold was not painful. However, she could feel a cruel intimidation dripping from his words. Sick? Mrs. Hale gave her an alarmed look. Is it serious? I remembered mentioning that no one should be absent today. Mrs. Hale. He protested and immediately released his grip from Nora. She twitched her lips and resisted the urge to punch him. Bastard. We are paying homage to Ethan today. Her presence here will ruin the service. He did even bother to hide the hate inside her voice. Well, in that case she can wait in the class until the observance will end. Are you okay with this arrangement, Miss Trina? Hmm, yes. Nora gave her a grateful nod. Thank God. Well, it's settled now. The rest of you should be in the schoolyard in 10 minutes. You have not changed. Kyle accused as soon as Mrs. Hale left. You still like to manipulate people to make things easier for you. You deliberately want to attract attention to yourself. How dare he? I don't care what you think of me. Forrester. You don't control my life. Who said that I want to control your life? Pin this in your damn little head. I'm not going to fall in your fake innocent acts again. Nora was about to answer back, but stopped when Kyle shifted his gaze away from her. All the resentment present on his face disappeared. The young girl turned behind. Not her. Kyle? A green-eyed girl shook her face and thin lines appeared on her forehead. Her light brown hair was down, and she wore a short cheerleader uniform. Nora lowered her head. Melanie Darcy, and she came with Mrs. Scott, Ethan's mother. Kyle smiled at his girlfriend. He wrapped his arm around her slender waist. She moved closer, and they exchanged a quick kiss. A tight knot imprisoned Nora's heart when their lips met. Melanie beamed at him. She pulled back and moved her fingers on the top of Kyle's chest. Hi, Nora, how are you? Nora clasped her fists with a tight force and answered. Fine. Thank you. She gave Mrs. Scott a shy nod and added with a softer voice. Good morning. The woman didn't reply her greeting. Instead, she granted Nora her best loathing look. I understand her. It's better if I leave. Nora took two steps forward but stopped. Someone had uttered her name. Mrs. Scott? Yes. A damp liquid landed on her cheek. Before she could react, the surrounding crowd started to take her pictures. Too fast. She spit on me. I couldn't grasp her motive. Feeling numb at first, a strong feeling of shame penetrated her mind. Kyle advanced towards them but he stopped moving when their eyes met. He gave Nora a defiant flower and stood still. Mrs. Scott let out heavy breaths. Her nose flared like a fierce dragon. My son died because of you. You witch. You could at least stay at home today. I did not come here to see your cursed face. Mac Holton a member of the basketball team started to clap and the rest of the students joined in. Melanie came to her side. 
Oh my God. Are you okay? She reached for her breast pocket. Here, take my hanky. Nora pushed her hand. Instead, she ran away. I have to find the girl's bathroom. Nora, wait. Melanie let her go. Kyle's voice rang loud and clear. She deserves it. Nora opened the tap of water with all her force. The spatter is stuck on my skin. She pressed the hand wash dispenser and cleaned her face. She was feeling vulnerable and revolted. It's not like I wanted to be here. It was them. They forced me to come. I never imagined that one day I would have to bear this kind of embarrassment in my life. In the mirror, a ghost stared back at her. My face had lost all of its color. My eyes are turning red. I won't cry. No, I won't cry. Her tears were already coming out. They were hot at first, but they cooled down when they ran on her face. I don't have the strength to fight anymore. Placing her hands against the wall, she slowly went down on the floor. In only one year, my whole life has changed. The memories of her tortured past flashed in her mind. The screams, the blood on the ground and Ethan's dead body laying in front of me. More tears started to fall, and she hid her face under her arms. A beeping sound reached her ears and she lifted her head. The ceremony has started. Mrs. Scott is the first speaker. With a cracking voice she thanked everyone for their support. She reminded them that Ethan would forever live in their memories. After her turn, Kyle addressed the crowd. He related a few of their childhood antics and acknowledged Ethan for being a great human being. Melanie, the organizer of the event made the next speech. Nora's guilt rose inside her. Forgive me Ethan. Please forgive me, I have wronged you but I am already paying for my sins. It's not much, but I hope it helped to relieve your soul. Before the observance ended Nora went to Mrs. Hale's class and waited for the others to come inside. What's this? There was a white puzzle piece glued on her desk. A feeling of dread crept inside her stomach. There is no one in the class. Well, that's mysterious. Seconds later, heavy footsteps resonated outside the room. Let me put it in my pencil case. I will take care of it later. Stella Fabiani and her new best friend Jenny Hickman were the first ones who came inside. Stella and I used to be close, but it's not the case anymore. The girls made some sneaky comments. Nora pinched her lips. It's better to ignore them. A few seconds later, a blonde guy entered. He flickered his blue eyes at Nora and walked towards her direction. Hello, Nora. He greeted her like an old friend. Jenny and Stella both turned to stare at them and then hid their amused grins. It was William Lossell. Like his cousin, he also practiced sports and was the star player of the football team. However their personalities were poles apart. William was a goofy clown, trapped in the body of a gorgeous model. He never takes anything at heart. This was a sharp contrast between him and Kyle. Because the young forester spent most of his free time brooding. Oh, good morning William. Do you mind if I sit here? There are several desks available and yet he is choosing the one near me. Well, I've seen stranger things in my life. Sure. The classroom began to fill up and the last ones to arrive were Kyle and Melanie. He took the seat behind Nora and Melanie settled on the left desk. A way to form the perfect love triangle. Melanie mouthed. Are you okay? Nora did not reply, instead, she narrowed her eyes and looked straight in front. Behind, she could feel Kyle's angry stare.
Go on. My boy. At this rate you will pierce two holes inside my head. Finally, Mrs. Hale arrived. Usually she was the most easygoing teacher of the school. But during the past few days, I am sensing a different aura around her. Nora shook her right foot under the table. Last week, she insisted the whole class should be present this Thursday or else she would cut off our marks. Okay kids, I know we are still emotional over Ethan's death anniversary. But you should accept that life moves on and right now you need to focus on your studies. I have already informed you. Your next assignment will be 50% of your final result. Did you say 50%? Stella questioned with a loud voice. But you mentioned it will be 40% last week. Well, young lady, I changed my mind. You will present a sideshow. Then write a research work which will contain 4,000 words. She paused and added with a serious voice. Handwritten. Write 4,000 words. Mac exclaimed. Lord. Save me, i rather kill myself. Several murmurs of protest spread among the students. I have not finished yet. Mrs. Hale continued trying to hush them down. You will work on the project in pairs. Each partner would have to write 2,000 words. Everyone breathed a sigh of relief. Now stay quiet while I decide who will be your partners. She scanned the class and opened her drawer to take out a sheet of paper. I will pair you up with the person sitting behind you. Nora and Kyle froze. No way. Their reactions were immediate. They both raised their hands and asked. Excuse me, Mrs. Hale but I wish to change my teammate. Mrs. Hale narrowed her eyes and asked them with an exasperated sigh. Do you have a valid reason? Kyle bared his teeth. The reason is simple. She killed my best friend. I didn't kill him. Nora barked like a wolf. They stood up and stared at each other with a burning rage. Mrs. Hale? I don't mind being Kyle's partner. Melanie quickly intervened. William raised his hand. And I don't have any problem working with Nora. Kyle directed his hatred gaze at William when Nora flashed him a grateful smile. Okay, we solved the matter. I hope you won't have any more objections. Wait. Why only those two are allowed to change? I want to switch mine too. Stella slammed her hand on the table. Yes, I agree with Mac. We should all get the same rights. Within a few minutes, a total chaos reigned inside the class. A girl yelled. I'm not going to work with him. He's too dumb. What did you say? Whatever, it's much better than being an eyesore. The guy snapped back. Mac was still whining. I don't want to hang with a loser like her I have to take care about my reputation. Reputation? A young brunette with an olive skin tone, adjusted her glasses. Look who's talking. You are a loser yourself. Rose Mayfair shouted. You are the one, two-timing Stella with Jenny Hickman. Ouch. Nora saw his colored face. It serves him right. What? Stella yelled with her best cheerleader voice. Mac? How could you? Jenny you claim to be my friend. It turns out, you are only a backstabber. Jenny, Stella and Melanie formed part in the same clique. Jenny's ears became red and a white guilt appeared on her face. He told me it was over between you two. Save it. I don't want to listen to your pathetic excuse. Other students were voicing their displeasure, but Nora stopped paying attention. Mrs. Hale stood there with parted lips. The older woman closed her eyes, she took a deep breath. 
Her chest is rising and falling. Like a volcano, about to explode. Kyle leaned forward and whispered. She is angry. Damn angry. She agreed, moving her head near him. That's enough. Their teacher commanded. Okay, I've decided. No one will switch their partners. Everyone became shocked, why? She threw a deadly glare at them. If you don't cooperate, I will reschedule the deadline for one week instead of three. No. They all yelled with shocked faces. Then, stay calm and don't make any more noise. A sense of terror rang inside the room and no one dared to make another sound. Nora and Kaya will remain with each other, whether you like it or not. She gave her an obedient nod while Kyle just shrugged his shoulders and conceded. Fine. Melanie primed her lips and looked away from them. William leaned against his chair and began to drum his fingers on his desk. Nora turned to face Kyle. Come and meet me in the library after school ends. I have basketball practice. He answered with a smug smile and lifted his chin up. He really wastes no opportunities to hurt me. I used to play basketball before but I quit when I entered high school. I miss playing in a team and Kyle is boasting about this right in front of my face. Basketball practice ends at 4 past 30. The library is open up to 6. Come after you are done. Mrs. Hale breathed a sigh of relief and then took her marker to write on the whiteboard. Here's your topic. The Unresolved Mysteries of Lossal. End of Chapter 1 Part 2 About Author Tiny Kumari Fudda is a Mauritian author in her 20s. She holds a deep interest in mysteries, mythological and fantasy stories. She is currently writing her first young adult book series, Lossal High. The first book is available on Amazon. Thank you.